Welcome to the Upgrade You podcast. I'm your professor, Cindy McGee, a child of God, wife, mom, and CPA, in that order, here to share lessons learned on my journey from side hustle pro to seven-figure CEO. I'm on a mission to help more women entrepreneurs propel their business into a millionaire success story. If you're chasing millionaire dreams, let's go. Welcome back to the Upgrade You podcast. I'm Cindy McGee, your lead professor, and I'm excited to share with you today about the fourth and final pillar of the foundation for your empire. Over the past three weeks, you've heard from some of the great faculty at UU on the first three pillars for building an empire. We learned about mindset being the first and the foundational pillar that requires you to really be more self-aware and know your own strengths and weaknesses. We came to understand why that was such a critical piece as a self-aware leader is a growing leader and a self-aware leader can guide people to grow with them. That is a necessary element for building your empire. We went on to learn about the second pillar, which is money, and the need for you to exercise great discipline with having a budget and then reframing even how we consider that term budget. Sometimes we felt like it was a bad word, but in reality, we treated it like a noun that we're trying to avoid, thinking it's a thing, but we need to reframe that perspective to treat it like a verb, an action that's necessary for building your empire. From there, we went on to learn more about measurement, the third pillar, and that we need to continually evaluate our work financially and sustainably to make sure it's aligned with meeting our goals and then know when we need to course correct. Now today, I'll be sharing the key points on the fourth and final pillar that's needed to build your empire. That pillar takes us from mindset to money to measurement to multiply. I'm excited to share about this pillar of the foundation for your empire because arguably it's my favorite. It's interesting because I feel like it's probably everyone's favorite. Everyone wants to know, how do I grow my business? How do I multiply my impact, multiply my revenue, multiply my profit, ideally without multiplying my work? That's the whole reason we get into business, right? Not to have to work all the time to make every dime, but ideally to be able to work at a moderate pace, but still be really, really successful. I struggled with trying to find the right approach to multiply my business. I struggled with it for a lot of years. And once finally understanding what it takes, I just love to share the philosophy and the approach with others. And I'm glad that I get to do that with you all today. The reason that people, I think, consider multiply the, the best piece of the puzzle and the favorite, just like I do, is because it's the part that everyone sees. It's the one that's shiny and exciting. And people love to talk about how they've grown their business. They don't necessarily want to talk about how they've monitored their budget or used metrics to evaluate performance, but they definitely want to talk about growth. It's probably one of the things that I talk about the most when people inquire about my journey. I grew my team 
from two, a hardworking duo, to 20 in just under three years. I grew my client base at that same timeline from 86 clients in our first quarter of operations to now over a thousand clients, being just over three years old. And the most common question I get is simply this, how'd you do it? Or what's the secret sauce? Tell me the magical thing to do to help my company experience a 10X growth spurt over that short time frame. And I tell the same story every single time I'm asked. I always say, you know, the growth factor, or as we call it at University um, Upgrade U, the multiplier is not a thing. It's actually the byproduct of several things. I use an analogy to describe exactly what I mean by this. You see, the success that is evidenced by a multiplying business is much like the top face of a diamond. You know, the gemstone, a diamond, where the top face is always shiny, the part that we tend to clean, and it's the part that really everyone sees, that produces that great sparkle that grabs a person's attention, that turns it into a girl's best friend. That's what we notice and that's what we admire. But in reality, the top face of a diamond and the brilliance that it produces is created by its reflecting off of other faces of the diamond. Similarly, in a business, the great multiplier, the growth effect that you see and admire about businesses that people often inquire about when they ask me about my own business, that's actually a reflection of the work that is done on mindset, on money, and on measurement. It takes all four, all four of the pillars to truly create an empire that's sustainable, that lasts beyond you, and ideally is multi-generational. So the question of how'd you do it, or what's the secret sauce, really requires multiple answers because it requires multiple things to truly grow your business into a millionaire success story. That's why we start with mindset, move on to money, then to measurement, and finally to multiply. One of the things that you'll recognize once you've done those first three layers and spent the right amount of time to intentionally cultivate the right mindset, money, and measurement for your business is at that multiply level, there's still some additional work to do. And I'm gonna highlight just three key things that are necessary to make sure when you're ready to multiply, you're doing it in the most effective way. The first thing that's necessary to truly be productive in your multiplying efforts is to accept that you alone cannot be the primary revenue producer for your business. Now, I know every business is generally started by one or a handful of people, and they are the ones that are the boots on the ground. They're the ones who are doing the work and the planning and everything that's necessary to produce revenue for that business. And that's part of the startup grind that everyone goes through. But that startup grind where you are the primary revenue producer, the primary person responsible for getting things done, isn't supposed to last forever. It's called the startup grind for a reason. It's only supposed to exist during that startup phase. And when it's time to multiply, you have to shift from that 
I'll do it. If no one else will, I'll do it. I'll make sure everything gets done. You have to shift from that to I'm going to empower others. I'm going to engage others. I'm going to be intentional with getting the right people in place to produce revenue for my business. Now, typically the first step when we are considering bringing new people into their business is to look to delegate tasks to them that aren't necessarily revenue producing. We're usually looking at other tasks like administrative type work, where we no longer wanna have to do those things for ourselves. We wanna delegate them to another person. And that's certainly a piece of the puzzle. But delegating only administrative tasks does not allow you to multiply your business. Multiplication only occurs when you have more than one revenue producer in your business. And when ideally the primary revenue producer is someone other than the primary leader. The leader needs to be the visionary needs to be the one that's monitoring mindset and measurement and money for everyone else that's involved in the business. And if you're working primarily as a revenue producer, you won't have the bandwidth to truly serve as a visionary and the oversight for all the other critical pieces in your business. That requires you to do step two. Be radically intentional about who is producing revenue in your practice. Now, I know when I've been frustrated or challenged with seemingly more work to do than I can possibly fit on my plate, I'm looking for a quick fix. I'm looking for anyone who can step in and relieve some of the burden that's created by all the work that needs to be done, particularly the work that makes us money. I need someone else who can step in quickly to provide some immediate relief. And because of that, I've made way too many missteps to count regarding hiring decisions, looking for the resource that can get plugged in quickly, maybe that's affordable, that's going to give me the relief that I'm looking for in a short term. And that is quite frankly, one of the biggest mistakes I've made in business. Looking for a timely resource or even a cost-effective resource and not considering the best person to take on the role that I need to be managed. Therefore, I've had to shift and you will too, to be radically intentional about who is employed, either in a contractor capacity or as an employee that's going to help grow your business. If they lack the proper mindset, money perspective, and measurement, they too will not be in a multiplier for your business, just like you. So be incredibly patient and radically intentional about selecting those who will come alongside and support you in your revenue producing efforts. And lastly, when you bring on other people to support you in your business, again, in an outsourced role or an internal employee, you must become a quality assurance professional, which requires you to truly inspect what you expect. Again, I've made so many missteps on this space where I just need the help. And so I delegate with as much information as I possibly can to the person that's going to step into a new role. And then I'm not serving with effective oversight 
to ensure what I've delegated is being effectively managed. That too has cost me a lot of money in the course of my career. Instead of delegating and then evaluating how that person is performing, I've basically abdicated my responsibility and said, that's on you. I'm going to do my piece. You run in your lane. I'll run in my lane. And unfortunately, that doesn't always correlate to a quality transition. And clients will notice if there's a drop in quality and they'll definitely notice if someone else is doing it, not at the same level of excellence that you have done it in the past. That's why it's so important when you're going through the multiplication process that you intentionally evaluate and provide feedback to whomever else you've delegated responsibilities to. That feedback will ensure they are performing any work that was formerly on your plate to the same level of excellence that you've always provided to your customers. That's what helps attract, attract more customers. If you're not radically intentional about who, and then super intentional about how by maintaining this quality insur- assurance checkpoint. Unfortunately, the multiplication can have the exact opposite effect of your intention. It can cause you to lose people and it turns into a subtraction or a division instead of a growth opportunity. When we take these three steps of understanding we need others to produce revenue, being radically intentional about who those people will be, and then being super intentional about quality assurance over the work that these new people perform, we can successfully multiply our business, multiply our profits without multiplying our work. So here's your assignment. I want you to create your own quality assurance checklist. When you consider the services that you currently provide and the work that you currently do independently and how you can effectively delegate that to a new person who will serve as a primary revenue producer for your business, what checkpoints need to be put in place to ensure they're still performing that work at the same level of excellence that you've once performed it? When you establish this checklist, you're now intentionally setting this person up to be successful. And when they're successful, ultimately, you're successful as well. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to the Upgrade You podcast. If you've enjoyed this, please leave us a review. Hungry for more? Check us out online at theupgradeu.com or at theupgrade.u on all social media platforms.